0: Hey guys, this is Natalie Dellinger and you're listening to episode one of the Not Another Wellness podcast because I know there are a million wellness podcasts out there and look, I'm not trying to compete. I'm just a 20-something living in the suburbs, living in our parents' house, just trying to find my passion and follow my interests and I thought I would bring you guys along with me for the ride. So, I recorded this first episode a few weeks ago um, with a yoga teacher who I've gotten to know through the corporate yoga program at my work. And she's amazing. And she was one of the first people I decided to interview because of how passionate she is about yoga and how grateful I am to have met her and just have this practice built into my work schedule. It's been so therapeutic. And I realized that there are people like her in my life that I am so interested in speaking with and hearing about how they got to where they are. Maybe they started their own business or a company of some sort or work in a really interesting profession that I know nothing about. And I decided to sit down with those people and pick their brains a little bit, talk about things that got them inspired to do what they have done and be successful, Um, maybe talk about the obstacles that they faced along the way, because I feel like in today's society, we overlook what it takes to be successful. It doesn't just happen overnight. And I'm starting to realize that as I am working and trying to build my own career and follow my passions, when things get hard, it's hard to remember that, you know, that's completely normal and you still have to figure it out. You're still going to find a way. And so this is what kind of led me to this idea of speaking with inspired people and finding out what their path to success was and what that looked like for them this is episode one and this is an interview with me and Regina Hodell who was the yoga teacher I was talking about earlier and she had such an interesting story and such good insight into yoga how she got into the teaching business and how you know yoga has shaped her life and how she's really developed her passion to become her career which I think is Awesome. And I'm super inspired by people like this. So I'm so grateful that Regina sat down with me in her home in this amazing yoga studio space in the back of her house. And we got to talk candidly um, about her yoga practice. So if you're interested in yoga at all, I think you'll find this interesting. If you're not interested in yoga but are a little open to spirituality or wellness practices, then this is also for you. If you have no idea what yoga is, then this is definitely something that will be a little eye-opening. We do talk about specific yoga poses and practices, but nothing too deep, so you should be able to to um, enjoy and take something from it. So without further ado, this is episode one, and yeah, I hope you enjoy. So we are going to go into um, Regina's life a little bit, talk about (laughs) how she got to where she is today and um, a current theme in that is yoga. So we're going to be talking about yoga and how you got to where you are now and Mm -hmm. teaching and Mm -hmm. your own practice. But Mm -hmm. before we even get there, we should definitely start with introducing yourself. So who Mm -hmm. are you? Um,
1: I'm from Queens. I grew up in in, uh, Queens, New York, and I have to say I was always curious about yoga I had a friend who who she and I were, went to high school together and we just we talked about taking yoga we wanted to explore it and you know and she told me about a lady who would teach in her basement in Queens and uh, we never ended up going together but I ended up finding this lady and going to her classes and I was like in my middle to late 20s I want to say middle to late 20s um, but I hadn't done I did a little gymnastics in high school and uh, I was like Raised in a big Irish Catholic family, so we didn't have like really like I didn't take dance, I didn't get to do that stuff. Like I kind of wanted to, but I would just like you know walk on the wall in my backyard to balance myself, and I literally did that. it was like this long stone wall, so I just would always walk along it, and whatever I did, I don't know, but I was just always curious about yoga, and mm-hmm. um, so I started taking this class in this woman's basement, and um, and then a few years later, I moved to Connecticut. I had my daughter, and we moved up here. And I started looking around for yoga up here. Did you find it? And there wasn't too much back. I mean, that was like 96. Yeah. So there was a class at, um, a lady ran at the, at like the continuing education, like Stanford schools or Stanford, I don't know if it was Stanford schools. And so I would go to that class once a week. I started going to that. And, uh, and then there was a yoga studio that used to be in Darien called Yoga Source and I found that place and I started going there and they did a yoga teacher training and I guess yeah so I became pregnant with my son while I was doing the teacher training oh there. okay yeah. so when was that how many years ago? that was in
0: so he was born
1: in 2000 so that was like 1999 okay 98 99 so he moved up here in
0: 96
1: Yep. Yeah. okay yeah. started yeah exploring yoga yeah Pretty much. I mean, I was going. I was going to this lady's basement in Queens for like almost a year. I want to say almost a year, and she she was awesome because she was kripalu trained. So she was the person. Like the first time I ever heard the word chakra, Mm -hmm. the first time I ever did like you know a tree pose, the first time I ever did like any sort of like well yoga nidra. She would put us in yoga nidra. We'd lie on our backs, and she'd darken the room and light candles. You know, sit in a circle and hold hands and ohm.
0: Who were the that people kind of in the class? Were they uh, older, younger? They were
1: older ladies who um, who go, go to a class. She was also a, a therapist. So she was my therapist too for a little bit. And uh, it was nice. It was great. It was a really good foundation to, yeah. to to have. And then when I came up here and I met Roberta, um she didn't. She had some of that, but it wasn't as in depth. And that's when I saw, it, really, when I saw like the Vinyasa, when I saw the Chaturangas and the Sun Salutes, and I'm like, wow, what's that? Like oh, I know that. Uh, you know, going through a Sun Salute and people yeah. being able to be in Plank and going through Chaturanga and right. Dog and back into Down Dog. That was the first time I seen that. So
0: what was it like? So when you were in the basement, how how many people were in there? Oh, like, like six, probably four, five, size yeah. of this room. Right? Yeah,
1: yeah, like. Yeah, like five people, six people, ladies, you know. Ladies. Yeah, older ladies. I I was probably the youngest, actually. At the time, yeah. Totally. I was the young, young girl at the time. Totally. They were all way older than me. I had my daughter. I brought her in to to meet everybody, like, because I had, you know, obviously left for a little bit, was nine months pregnant and came back, and they all held her. And they were Mm -hmm. all well into their 40s and 50s, maybe even one lady was probably in her 60s. And so uh, what
0: was it about that yeah. first exposure exposure to yoga mm-hmm. if you think back like what was the part that was like wow this is so good for my life or no, no, no. Do you know I love the shavasana or this mm-hmm. pose makes me feel you know I think it was the connection from, to myself Yeah, you know
1: like I probably felt really disconnected from myself and who I was and and I was trying to find that, as most twenty yeah, yeah as, as 20-some 20 something year olds old were. I remember when I was working in the city, so before that, like I worked in the city. I was at the time I sold ad space for a little while for a, a, a newspaper, a free weekly newspaper. And there was a yoga studio over there on the west side. I'm not sure which one it is. It was like 27th Street. It might it might have been a Shivananda yoga studio. But um, I walked in there, and there were all these like white flowy curtains. I go through the door and the person sitting at the desk had um, a turban on. And you know, she was like, Hi, so sweet and wonderful, come on in. And I guess there's probably incense burning. And I was yeah. like, hi, like, oh, you know, like thanks. And I took a business card and I walked out. Like yeah. I don't like that's too here. much. Right? Yeah, like, yeah, I don't fit in here. Oh my god, no. She's like, come take a class. I was like, Oh, I'll just take this little pamphlet, you know, and then I yeah. and that was that was it, you know. And I it think wasn't that'll...
0: yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of people's first exposure to yoga is something like that or they think it's going to be like that. And so yeah. they walk into a studio and they're like I'm not something enough for this yes. because it's so it can be so strong. Like yes. the vibe that she was probably giving off was probably so loving and open and you're like why are you like this? Like everyone else is just running around, and it's right can be a little intimidating. It's overwhelming. Yeah, right? overwhelming. I feel like it's overwhelming. It, it puts people
1: because they're not used to that. Yeah, yes, it's
0: very because I yeah. can totally relate to that. Yeah, and thinking that yoga was this one thing, mm-hmm. and just being very turned off by it because uh-huh. I was like, "Well, I'll never be that peaceful or yeah, calm." Yeah, it's, it's hard hurt. to
1: fit in. Like I think I think a lot yeah. of people. Part of the reason why I like what I do teaching corporately because Mm. a lot of people are intimidated by yoga studios. You know, like I just sort of, I just fell into it. I really Mm. did. Like I just want, I wanted to so badly. Like I needed something. But I know that a lot of people are very intimidated by it. And it's not easy for them to, to, to go into that. Yeah. So then when I moved to Connecticut and then I started going to Yoga Source... I was looking for something to do. One of my yeah. really big, most important things was that I had my daughter. There's five years between my son and my daughter. And I, but I didn't really have a career or something that I loved. That I, you know, And I knew that I would need something like something. that. And I was really trying to establish myself in a career. Hence, I was working at the radio station for a while. Yes. Because I love to use my voice. Like, I have this voice thing. I also sing. Aww. Maybe not so great, but I do <laughs> sing. <laughs> and uh, so I was looking for something. And yeah. I wanted to get something established before I even had more kids knowing that I would need something so when I started going to Yoga Source and then they had the teacher training program and she was one of the first teachers to to offer that and like she created the program herself it wasn't something that that she like was able to like you know buy or or you know and uh so and I did that training I became pregnant with my son and I got away from a little bit and then I had got pregnant with my second my third child my second son and um and then just got back to it by... Um, I taught there for a little bit at Yoga Source.
0: Oh, and, you did. So you got did. trained there. Yeah, I
1: trained there. I taught there for maybe a year, like on a Saturday morning. And, um, you know, it was hard. It was hard. It was like like that. those things like that. Like you're saying, like you're getting more deeply into something. And I didn't know a lot about it. And there were people yeah. who were way better at it than I am.
0: What did you think of yeah. um, your training? Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to
1: say. The I mean,
0: rip- it was okay. It wasn't... You know, it certainly yeah. wasn't
1: adequate. <laughs> and I hate to say that the woman who did it is actually she passed away, so yeah. it wasn't it wasn't adequate. How long was it? Did you it do was it? like four months, but it was like we met Spread like, out. Yeah. Like months. we met maybe once or twice a week over the course of yeah. four months or
0: something like that, I wanna say. So it's one of those things that it's so great to do, but yeah. it kind of opens your eyes to how much more there is yeah. and yeah. things you can't learn in yeah. a short course. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> and yeah. you can't master. And I think yeah, yeah, I don't know. It also was a little, I don't know, put me off oh, yeah. wanting to so jump where did in. Did you do you were there? Um I did mine while traveling. I did oh. it in Bali. Okay. But mine was three weeks, three and a half weeks. Okay. <laughs> like whole <full laughs> intense It was like a fo-
1: foundational sort of yoga thing. Like yes. to learn how to. It
0: was a wide you know, why uh-huh. um, oh, okay. T200? But I was just curious because I know a lot of people, especially mm-hmm. when they have a life already, they can't just give up three weeks of their time. Oh, no. So yeah. M- yeah. more yeah. traditionally, it's spread out. So it would yeah. be like a weekend where you'd yes. have a whole day on a Sunday and yes. then you meet up again. Yes. And Do you have homework? Like, what is it like? I mean, do we, you read? Had, we had a little bit of
1: homework. We yeah. didn't do, you know, we didn't, it, at, at the time it was before the whole stamp. but it was before the Yoga Alliance it was before oh. all the standards it was right before all of that happened okay that, that makes so, sense so and a lot of people that I, I was in class with did additional uh, pra- uh, training at Kripalu a couple of people that I knew teachers I don't know them anymore but they went to Kropalo so I did that and I taught a little bit and then I had a couple more kids
0: and um
1: <laughs> how many kids do you have Dora? I have three I okay. just have three but I had my two boys and after I had the two boys you know that was it like I was just mom for a yeah. long long time yeah. and then and then I started going to um Tully and I was uh, we were members there and I started taking a class there and I fell in love with the teacher there who still teaches there Rita Trieger and um I went to her class for many many years and she's still there she's a beloved teacher there and uh, and then, you know, there's another studio. there's a lot of studios. I'd go to different studios around the neighborhood, and my friend told me about Saraswati's yoga joint in yes, Norwalk. Yes,
0: in Norwalk, yeah. And I started going there. Was that I when... And I fell in love with the teachers there. It was above the pizza place. It was above the pizza place. In that camp. really awesome yeah. wooden floor. Yes. I love that.
1: That's, from what I just discovered, somebody else got that space and is opening another studio there. Oh, really? Yes, yes. I love... So, three yoga, I think. It's... Okay,
0: yeah. I wondered... Um, I mean, they moved into a more accessible location in a way because uh-huh. it's, there's better parking now. Uh-huh. Um, Saraswati. So Saraswati, so y- yeah. J. So yeah. Sure so, okay. So then, so you did kind of bounce around, but you yeah. were teaching at one yeah. point.
1: I, I, t- I taught off and on for a long time. Okay. I taught off and on for, yeah, I, I taught with do yoga and then I would, I would sub, I would go to do, when Jen first opened do, I was, I don't know if I subbed for her when she opened at Camp Avenue. But uh, I would sub. I would sub for Rita. That's what I started doing. It's funny how, how you forget. Yeah. I would sub for Rita at Tully a lot. So that's how I got back mm-hmm. into teaching. So I was kind of like, I was young. I was like, because Tully is an older crowd. So when I was going then, I was one of the younger people there. And I was a little better at yoga. Just, you know, the fact that I had a younger body. So I ended up like, and she knew I had some training. So I would sub for her all the time. And then, uh, I just discovered Saraswati's and I started going to classes there and I did their training, and I just loved going there. I still go there. Donna now owns SYJ and um, I have
0: met Donna. Yeah.
1: And I just, she's that's sort Grace. Yeah, Yeah. That's just my place. I go to practice. Like, but like, again, like I don't, I used to go to classes like two, three days a week, three, four days a week when I was in training and when I was like really learning. Right. And, and, uh, you know, it wouldn't be unusual for me to go to a class three days a week. And I don't know if I ever got up to four, but I'd practice at home. And, uh, and then I just, you know, worked to get teaching jobs. I just like got a lot of gym teaching jobs. Mm-hmm. And the corporate and, ones. Yeah. The corporate you. ones I got, you know, like, can you sub? There Were those like, advertised? How did you find that them? one? I got, um, word of I mouth, mouth. Like, yeah, mouth. word of mouth. I was at, uh, do yoga, I guess. And they needed a sub. And I subbed over there, and then I just kept kind of telling the guy, you know, I can sub, I can sub. Yeah, and I would sub, and then when a spot opened, I got that spot. And right, I'd been there for a long time.
0: So, yeah, for other people, I know a lot of, I don't know, a lot of people who are trained, um, but I have met more and more now with the Yoga Alliance. Mm-hmm. Do you have to be registered you don't. to teach? Okay, because I was you wondering don't. that because yeah. I looked it up, I made sure they knew which. So they couldn't find this yoga school I went to. It was international, and then the name was a little funky. And mm-hmm. so I did request them to look up the place that I went, and they verified it. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because someone said to me, "You have to be registered with them so that you have some kind of insurance because right. there's liability, right, right, for teaching. Yes, there is a big risk with that. I guess if you're teaching older people yes. or yes, so how do you? I guess that was like three questions. So yeah. basically, yeah. So let's talk about how you get these jobs, most of word of mouth. And then you don't need to be certified. So tell me right. about that. Right. Um, yeah, mostly word of mouth, those jobs, Yeah. you know, really
1: knowing somebody, going to the studio, and they need a sub. And sub. So, up, like, yeah. I ended up at Darian Y, and mm-hmm. Jen Irwin was teaching there, and that spot, was she was leaving, and she knew that it would open up. And can you fill in that spot? And at the time, I was looking for work, and I had – that time open, so I took it same sort of thing I think actually her I have to thank her because she also got me into 901 which is the GE building up in Norwalk
0: okay and
1: they needed a sub there and you know can you sub and I got in there and that's how I got in there and I've been there for many years and I love it there I just you know the spot open and the, the gyms are managed um, by uh, you know those companies that go into corporate offices like where we mm-hmm. met and they manage the gyms, and so that's health fitness, and so, so yeah, you know, just kind of word of mouth, going to classes, and you know, maybe finding a teacher that is open to, to mentoring, or letting you sub, right, yeah, you know, starting small, (laughs) Um, I just, studios I bounced around from, I just got into a corporate thing, and my schedule is full, and I, I like sort of the independence, yeah, like I kind of It just hasn't worked out for me. There's just been... Yeah. It just hasn't worked out. I can't... I don't even know if I can explain it. I've been in and out of studios and it just never stopped. But Just that's cool never because <laughs> you obviously were meant
0: to yeah. teach and to do your own thing, your yeah. own blend of studio, yeah. your own practice, corporate yeah. yoga places, yeah. gym yoga, gym which yoga, yeah, yeah, people I think are hard on like gym yoga. People who are really, really passionate about yoga will look down upon the gym yoga and yes. say, well, that's not yoga. And I completely disagree with that yeah, because no. that's how I got into yoga. Yeah. So I mentioned I was an athlete in in high school and college, and yoga was available to me as a um, as a what's the what's the word like a, like a break like day a like day. a rest day like yeah. a stretching yeah. Yeah. and I was injured a lot with oh. my athletics and mm-hmm. yoga was there I think I discovered it in college but I think that it being accessible to people in a gym mm-hmm. in a corporate setting in. Not in these studios, mm-hmm. Yeah. back to what we were saying, where you walk in and it's like this overwhelming, which is fantastic, but yeah. not everybody is at the right yes. place in their life to be open to that. Yes. And it's true. It's the gym true yoga, gym. even like I um, started going in college mm-hmm. and it was a yoga Lotties blend and I had <laughs> no idea what that was, but I knew because I was swimming mm-hmm. in college, I needed something to stretch, Mm -hmm. because I wasn't doing that on my own. No one really is good at that, and Mm -hmm. recover. And Mm -hmm. it was building strength in my body in another way that was helping with my... So I think the gym yoga is great because it's so different than physical exercise, but it's restorative. It teaches you how to be Mm -hmm. in your breath. It teaches you how to treat your body. It teaches you how to relax, and all these things that are so good for everyday life. It doesn't have to be this crazy sweating workout yeah yeah. sweating workout or even all the way to the other extreme like hours of meditation and to get benefit out of it yeah Yeah. it's
1: true but i find that people they really like those aspects yes which which, you know goes to show you how you know we are where people are just so disconnected you know i think it's it has a lot to do with you know with that disconnection and with with I mean, I don't know. I mean, I I raised my children Catholic, but we we don't go to church, you know, like, and it's hard to, and I was conflicted in the middle of that because that's what my husband wanted. Mm. So, you know, people are are disconnected from themselves, and I think that's part, that's what draws them, you know, to something like that. And they'll be open to stuff like that, like to the breathing, or I might, whatever, you know, blurbs or things that I throw in and and trying to be more connected or, you know, that sort of everyday stuff. It's a practice every day.
0: I agree. And that's what Mm -hmm. I liked so... Okay, so obviously I did yoga with sports. It was never just yoga. Um, it became more and more important to me when I was traveling because it was accessible. There was free classes. Um, mm-hmm. And I started getting more into it. Um, but I, you lose it. Like, just like anything, if you mm-hmm. don't practice it or you get busy, you start a mm-hmm. have family. Or yeah. for me, I started a new gym mm-hmm. endeavor. And then it kind of fell to the wayside. Mm-hmm. But... Coming to your class, it started with just the little mantras, the things you would say. Mm -hmm. I would come to a class just stressed out. In Mm -hmm. the middle of a work day, it's hard because Mm -hmm. you're under pressure. You're you're on work time.
1: You know, I struggle with not having the classes be bigger. Yeah. But then, and only really recently, I'm like, you know, people are working. And, you know, and they'll say to me, and it's like, it's hard for them to get away. It's hard. And then to get back to it if you do get away.
0: Yes. Right? So it is, yeah, absolutely. And I think... Um, even though I have the certification, there's something, like you were saying before we started recording, there's something about being led Mm -hmm. in a Mm self-care way where Mm -hmm. you can turn off your own schedule and just be led by somebody. Right. And that's, in the middle of the day, it's so refreshing to Mm -hmm. have everything that you're going through at work. There's just so much pressure from the minute you pull into the parking spot too. Mm -hmm. And I just found that there'd be days where... I was just so carried away with my work or Mm -hmm. personal life or Mm -hmm. that yoga is something you really have to surrender and Mm -hmm. you have to just like let all that go in the time that you're practicing because you need to focus on Mm -hmm. breathing and being there, being present. And you would say something about just like self-love. You would say things like, okay, let's put your hand, one hand on your heart and on your belly. And it might be at the beginning or the end, Mm -hmm. but there was just one day I was like, this is exactly what I need right now. Mm. You said something like yeah, be easy on needs. yourself yeah. or forgive yourself today or something. And, then, yeah. and I just had this full body like sigh oh. and just relax. And I was like, this is so, it's such a gift that you can give that to people. Oh, I love to hear that. It and is. Then, oh, I love And then, <laughs> so I realized it's like,
1: it's almost like a, um, how does she know?
0: Yes, she says
1: exactly what I need. Yes, it's It's like reading a
0: horoscope or pulling out an intention card and just it—it just resonating. Or and I think yoga and the things that come through it. A lot of it is, it's just simple everyday Mm. reminders that someone needs to tell you for you to like hear. And then when you (laughs) hear it, and when you were there, that like you—you
1: were exactly where you needed to be at that moment. Yes, because it resonated so much. Especially, I have no idea, right? Right.
0: No, you don't. (laughs)
1: But like, you're—it's like the universe knows this is where she needs to be right now. This is what she needs to hear right now, Uh and it's going to resonate with you.
0: Yeah, yeah, I love that. And you just take what you need that day, and and there's such a. So yeah, I I mean, going during lunch and then going back to work is like—it's a hard thing to go back to 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 a little bit. Yeah, I find even if I don't do yoga at lunch, if I have, I so I like to go for walks on days Mm -hmm. when it's nice or. Sometimes I go to the grocery store and just get some things done. And mm-hmm. I actually really like going to the grocery store and mm-hmm. buying Whatever I need, just like Trader I, Joe's. Like Trader a Joe's, dozen. yeah. I watch Trader Joe's. I <laughs> fell like in itself. <laughs> it, is. it is, and like <laughs> you go in there, you get a little coffee sample. Yeah, I'm getting yeah. all the protein bars, like yep. things for work. At my desk, I get like yeah. nice healthy snacks, and it just feels like it's like another way of someone. Yeah, taking care of yourself. <laughs> yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. no matter what, coming back from that is, um, it's hard. I think for me to get back into the grind because. Mm-hmm. You lose your momentum in a good way, and you should lose your momentum. You should take a break. You
1: should because, yeah. I, because I know people work really hard. I mean, yeah. and, and I haven't been in that environment for such a long, long time. And I, I don't miss it that much. I think about going back, and <laughs> I'm like, it just was not a good fit. But I see how my husband is, and you know, my husband is so high strung, and yeah. he's relaxing a little bit. He'll meditate here. That's that's his chair over there. So he does. He has been coming in here meditating. Huh. But yeah, it's taken me a long time even to get him to do that because he doesn't he doesn't physically practice. I like, can't. Yeah. Yeah. I can sometimes, but not so much. And he works hard, and that's he's like very focused. He goes to work, Career driven. And it's yeah, and it's that's that's what it is. Like mm-hmm. it, I'm working, so yeah, and so I'm glad to be able to like help people, you know, learn and realize they do need to take a break.
0: And I, I think the yoga kind of recenters me, and also allows me to be a little more patient on the phone mm-hmm. and not. It's it's just two separate parts of my job, but Mm. I think it helps so much, and I love that. Yeah. I want to get into that question, though, that you,
1: before we forget, because you asked about the insurance and the Yoga Alliance and all that stuff. And just, like, you know, so that you know, so the Yoga Alliance was started, like, after I had done all my initial training. You don't, you can be a Yoga Alliance certified instructor, but that is your choice. Like, you can still work and teach and not have that. Right, it's wise to have insurance. Like it's really wise to have liability insurance. Which yes, is, I do have that. You do. I do. I did do the Yoga Alliance thing, and you have to keep up with your membership. So remember, you're paying a you a, pay a, a yearly f- fee, fee mm-hmm. to have that designation, registered yoga teacher, Yoga Alliance, and then they have different, you know, two hundred hour and 500 hour and all of that. And then yeah. if people want to look you up and see if you're registered with the Yoga Alliance, they can do that. So okay. if they're doing like a background... They can find your name. You know, I'm sure maybe some insurance companies they might say, hey, if you're going to do yoga or the advice might be make sure the teacher is certified by Yoga Alliance because they verify yeah. your credentials. Right. And and that's what, you know, that's all of that, you know,
0: yeah. How did so, you find your insurance? How did you navigate a that? Yoga Journal. Mm-hmm. Yoga Journal offers insurance. Oh. It's called... It's called something
1: else. I mean, the, the insurance actual insurance company is like Philadelphia Life Insurance Company. But Yoga Journal offers like a, you know, little thing for teachers. And you get like a free subscription. To the magazine? With, yeah, with your membership. Yeah. And you get like some of the like little perks. I don't know.
0: Okay. You get some e-newsletter, you know. What would be your tips for somebody who wants, we kind of already talked about how you yeah. get the job. Start with subbing yeah. or how subbing. do you get started yeah. if you are certified, but yeah. you don't know where to begin? Yeah. Well, I would, you know, well, so you subbed for me, so that's, yeah. that, that,
1: just like, I mean, that's how I did You know, you go to a class, you find a teacher that you really like, you go to their class and you start subbing for them.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm still, on, I'm still figuring out how I want to incorporate mm-hmm. teaching mm-hmm. because right now I love my practice that, from you. Yeah. you <laughs> I you love oh, my gym. I need the boost. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I, <laughs> highlight of my week. I mean, mm-hmm. and it's, it's frustrating when the days I feel like I can't make it or I have to skip a mid with. Yeah. How much it was, so much information, it was so great. And I have notebooks, I can go back and read everything, but there's so much more. And I think it's intimidating for people who Mm -hmm. I, you know, I started doing yoga at gyms, and it's not, I think I would relate better to people in a gym setting, so I think Mm -hmm. that would be, or in a corporate setting, yes, yes, or even CrossFit people. Mm -hmm. Now that I understand that type Mm -hmm. of exercise, it's so important to balance your body. And Mm -hmm. people randomly will say to me, my lower back's hurting, do you know any stretches? And I'm like, oh, I know a million stretches for that because when my back hurts, mm-hmm. I want to do twists. I want to do my right. hamstrings. I want to do my hips. I want to make sure everything's like my upper back. Everything's loose right. to take the pain away. So I think starting at that setting, mm-hmm. there's people that are meant for that and there's yeah. people that are meant for the studios. Right. They're right. both important. Right. And Because yeah. if I hadn't had a gym... Mm-hmm. Yoga teacher out of mm-hmm. just a regular gym, I would never have gotten into it right. so deeply because I wouldn't have paid to go to the studio. Right. So and you might have been intimidated to walk into a studio, exactly. Unless you were I like was. a certain kind of person. Yes. You like, you know, yeah, because somebody who's
1: very athletic sometimes they're not they're not looking to to go right into a studio. They just feel self conscious or something. Yeah. I don't know. So I think that but is yeah. good advice. Yeah. Like yeah. whatever
0: you, whatever you've taken and made yoga, that's kind of what, how you should build up your. Teaching or yeah, yeah, spread it through how you were taught it. Yeah, yeah, and it is competitive. Like so, so,
1: and and I'm glad you said that because it is so competitive, and I find it to be really competitive. You know, I'm not like the super outgoing sort of you know. Well, they've coined now the rock star yoga teacher. Like, (laughs) I mean, not that I've coined that, but I just have heard it. You know, and you just and and they're looking for numbers. You know, they're looking for studios. That it's hard for them to make money, and you know, if you're if you're not a draw. You know, I think the last studio that I was at, that's, that's, that's what it was. There was a teacher available who had taught locally a lot, and she had a following. Mm-hmm. People and wanted to,
0: yeah. yeah heard and of and, and I
1: think I could have done fine in the slot that I was in, but that person who was available, the, the owner of the studio was like, "I'm. this is a better bet for me. Mm-hmm. I need to make money. I need to pay my rent. Right. It's also eat,
0: business. Yeah. And I need to get, right. you know,
1: these, this woman has a following. She's going to get more students in the classroom than, than I was getting, even though I had 10 people in my class. So I had 10 people pretty much basically yeah. coming to class, right? I mean, that's a good number, right? That's a pretty good number. That's a good number to build on. Yes. But another person was getting 20. You know, 15 to 20 mm-hmm. already. And yeah. she wouldn't have to wait for me to build my base, you know, and, yeah. and, and work out the glitches, work out the yeah. kinks that, you know, that she was considered to be a kink, you know, in my, you know, so I just.
0: But, I, uh, you know, what? I'm glad that you yeah. are doing what you are doing. Yeah. And that you've made it work because yeah. it is so helpful for people that aren't really People I work with who really do love coming to the class and get so much out of it. It was nice size the other day. It was so nice. The energy in the room is so nice when there's a lot of people there and you feel like you're all a part of something and you all are doing it for, to feel good, Mm -hmm. to be grounded. Like everyone's on the same path, even though you're at different parts of your journey. Yeah. I just always feel of it as connection. Yeah. You know,
1: I really do. Like that's like. You know, I've done so many like little trainings here and there and then one teacher asked I went to the yoga uh, journals um, conference in New York a few years back. and Jason Crandall uh, you know I did whatever it was. I don't even know what specifically it was, his workshop. but he said, what is yoga to you? And just I just call that connection. Mm-hmm. Like, it just pops into my head, you know like, that we, we, we need that connection to ourselves, to our breath to other people to, to be other in people. another room and connecting in that way even even if you're not looking each other in the eye right even if you're not you know maybe you're smiling and you're bye oh, see you later there's still that connection that you're practicing together and yeah. you feel that vibe you know and, and, even, it, and it uplifts you and you feel like yeah. you know you've had community
0: even yeah and the people from yoga class at work we're all close in a way we all yeah. kind of have yeah well what is your yoga practice look like what do you do to kind of Keep it in your own life. So keep uh, yourself fresh and <laughs> wanting to teach. Because I feel like if you're just uh, teaching, yeah. and I've heard you say this in class, mm-hmm. the more you just teach, you're giving a lot, but you also need to mm-hmm. receive. Yes. Yeah. Um, so how do you? I mean, I have to make sure that I
1: practice. So one of the things, which I came too late in my practice, is that I make sure that I meditate. Mm-hmm. Like I have to meditate. And and that's bigger than the physical practice, but you don't really realize that when you start practicing yoga yeah. <laughs> how much really it's the meditation is more important. Yeah. And and not even just the meditation, like just you know, the whole practice, like when you're out in your daily life and just practicing loving kindness and being kind to yourself and being mm-hmm. kind to others and and, and all that kind of stuff, too, is just as important. You know, people always will find yoga in general through the physical practice. Yes. And I always remember hearing that, the physical practice of yoga. And I the asana, like, the yeah, asana. Yeah, like <laughs> the asana. Like, what the heck? But, um, and, you know, and I think when you're early to, to your practice, like, you, you find a teacher that inspires you. And that's what I did. I just found teachers that inspired me. And I went to them for a very long time, maybe longer than a lot of other people and then realized I had to meditate. So I always make sure that I meditate. Okay, you know, so on do a you, in basis. the morning, at In night, the morning, in
0: the morning. When you, like, first thing or, yeah. like, not after? first
1: thing, because I see everybody off, and then uh, I you might... You need your space, yeah, yeah. I need my space, I might have my breakfast, I might do emails and things like that. But, you know, when I'm working, I make sure that I meditate, I make sure that I come here and I do... Most in of the time. In this room, yeah. do you? Yeah. This is a good place. It's been very cold winter. It's been hard to be in this room. So I've been yeah. like upstairs Blanket. a couple of times. Yes. Yes. <laughs> literally was practicing. Was yeah. I telling you that I was telling one of the classes, I was literally had one of those blankets wrapped around yeah. me and I was
0: practicing. I, had I like, mean, it's been yeah. so cold. Yeah. Yeah, you, and and you have to be comfortable yeah. when you meditate. Yeah. You want to be.
1: Yeah, so I sit here. This this is my spot. I sit here. I use one of those blankets, and I do I do um, right now. I do Deepak. I still do them because I just love Deepak Chopra, and he and and he's partnered with with Oprah Winfrey. It sounds a little hokey, I know, but um, I do love Deepak Chopra, and he's somebody you know. He's studying and practicing yoga in all aspects and in Ayurveda, Indian medicine and has written tons of books, and I partnered up with Yoga uh, Oprah. She does an intro, and it's mantra meditation. So he gives okay. you a mantra, like Om Shanti, Om Ayinama, which is what I was doing this morning. And he just talks about things like self-love and acceptance and how we are already whole. I said the other day when we're in class, we're all perfect. We just don't realize it.
0: Mm. Like all that, like that's the realization. I love that that thought is so yeah I sometimes there's like there's a something I've read on the internet and it says no matter what every cell in your body is doing everything it can to do the best it can for you and keep you alive and it's like that's perfection Right. Right. It's. I mean perfect is like one of those words that but your body is literally trying to recover from what you do to it it's trying to keep Mm -hmm. you healthy it's trying to fight off disease it's trying to yeah, and it does and that you have naturally to and it. effortlessly. Effortlessly, like he talks
1: about how effortless nature is. You know, mm-hmm. like and we just, are it's nature just to do that. Yeah. And it's, it's not. It's not hard. It's not. it's yeah. like a flower doesn't struggle to bloom. It just blooms. Right, and right. we are
0: perfect yeah. because we are. Yeah, and we're right alive we're here, and we're yeah. Yeah. We're doing the same thing. We're doing the best we can to keep yeah. ourselves alive. And, and how hard he,
1: he has this, the whole series, like how hard our bodies, I don't want to say hard, but how our bodies just work for us every day, all day, all the time.
0: And we, don't, and and we, we never, never even think, think about, about it. it. You know? Yeah. And, and
1: to appreciate it, you know, to be thankful for our, our bodies and our hearts and our, anything that it does, you know? So that's so why true. even your breath, so that's why, you know, because your breath, if you didn't have your breath, like
0: you would just,
1: yeah. you would perish, right? So, and it's so essential to... Pay attention to it and thank it, and say, you know, you know, I love you. Thank you for being here for me right now, because you can
0: always turn to that. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I just and that goes back to what you're saying. We're so we are disconnected from that fact that we are whole and everything. Yeah, we have all the tools we need. We just have to figure out how to use them. Right,
1: and then just to practice gratitude, and you know, that's
0: that's the huge.
1: You know, and that's so big now. Like being grateful, <laughs> right? Being grateful for what you have, focusing yeah. on the good things. Mm-hmm. There was this thing on Facebook. I mean, I'm not. I try. You know, Facebook is controversial, right? Social media because we all spend too much time on it, and it's not always good for us. But there was one thing I saw. Somebody, uh, an Indian boy. I don't know if it really matters that he was Indian, but obviously he was. He's you know being raised. You know, either Hindu or Buddhist, and he's he's like. People practice being miserable, like practice joy. And he's the most sweet, adorable thing with his Indian accent, you know, like, Mm -hmm. what do you practice? Do you practice being angry? Like he's asking these questions, like what he's been taught. He's probably like five or six. Oh my gosh. Practice, do you practice being angry or do you practice being, you know, unhappy or do you practice like, you know, yelling? Like, why not practice joy? Like just practice being happy. We do and and are what we practice. So Mm -hmm. practice those things right? Practice those things. And so that's an everyday struggle for me. It's the oh everyday gosh. struggle for everybody, right? Appreciating what you have and just realizing, you know. And you know, I
0: like, it's, it is a practice. Like I yeah. like everything yeah. you do is a practice. Like there's no way to master it. There's no way to be on every day and be uh, always grateful and always have a good day. Right. Always um, right. see the best and everything, yeah. but you have to practice it. You yeah. have to teach yourself that that's going to make you feel good and better and that's right. a good way to look at things because right. it's always good out of right out of if you have a roof over here and you have new food yeah. in your stomach, i mean and your body is doing yeah. everything it can to keep you alive exactly. like you're doing pretty well exactly <laughs> so i have a few other questions for well, you sure. what are some tips or wellness try- so obviously we talk about meditating so you do that yes. in the morning yes. so what are some other wellness tips mm-hmm. yoga related anything mm-hmm. that you do to kind of that you would want to share like uh, that keep you grounded
1: mm-hmm. well definitely that physical practice keeping myself
0: physically fit is so so important
1: to me so mm-hmm. I really have discovered more recently that I have to do other things aside from yoga which yeah. I always did really anyway I would always walk and I would love to ride my bike but I just recently started you know doing other classes and oh, good. and um, and well I'm getting on the treadmill and doing some weight training doing the machines like I would do them, and I would be like, "I'm
0: a yogi; I don't have to do that." I know exactly (laughs) what you're saying, because I used to do that too. I don't need to be. I'm fine. I don't need that. But you kind of do, especially as you get older. Yes, to keep your body as as yeah yeah yeah, it needs different things. It does.
1: So not that I would be, you know, just solely weight training, but just to do different things and do the machines every so often, mm-hmm. maybe once a week. Mix it up. Yeah, mix it keep up. Keep moving. Yeah. Yeah. Get on the treadmill. Get yeah. on the stepper. But I love that. I do, you know, I make sure that I keep active. Moving. I do some things I could do. I wanna definitely probably take a run today. Yeah. Uh treadmill run.
0: And I see your yeah. essential oils over there. Yeah. The lavender at your yoga class, mm-hmm. I is is a game changer. It's mm-hmm. like Oh really? That's it's interesting. The most it's like what I look look forward to the most, like that little wow. moment of inhaling. Wow.
1: it's That's
0: so awesome. relaxing. Wow. I never really knew what to do with essential oils. I'd uh-huh. had them, but I was like, I don't really get it. What uh-huh. am I supposed to do?
1: Uh-huh.
0: And you put so Regina puts lavender on your forehead during shavasana, and you and she kind of waves it in front of your face. So mm-hmm. you take it like a nice deep breath in, and then you rest mm-hmm. for a couple of minutes afterwards, and it's mm-hmm. just. It's amazing. And then oh, you I'm leave so and you smell like lavender, which yeah. is the best smell ever. Yeah. So you go back to your desk and you're like, oh, but I just had oh, some such so bliss. Yeah. That blissful feeling. Yeah. <laughs> I love that yeah. feeling. Oh my god. One of
1: the other things about though like self-care is like I make sure, although it's been very hard to get outside, get outdoors,
0: get mm-hmm. into nature. Nature, is so nature. Big. it's been so
1: hard this like this cold weather, but I dragged my husband out yesterday, like, what, we gotta go outside. <laughs> And I try. I make sure I'll get out and get some air and for just sure. enjoy nature. We go hiking a lot. We go up to um, Ward Pound Ridge. You ever go mm-hmm. up there? We go up there. We love it up there. We go to Mianus. You know, we make sure. I always just make sure. Like that. That's one of the things
0: that we do. You know, yeah. we we get out into nature. They're saying yeah. that that's yeah. what doctors are prescribing people. Like, yeah. okay, here's the pill, but also like go outside for ten minutes a day yeah. and just like stare at, you know, whatever, go for yeah. a walk, stare yeah. at the trees, like, look yeah. for, look at the birds just, yes. like, living and yes. flying around and, like, keeping themselves alive in the winter. It's ridiculous, there. right? Such a yeah. simple thing. So simple. Yeah. It's so
1: such a simple thing. Powerful. I can get such a kick out of the squirrels in my backyard. Yeah. You know, like, and if and there's, they're always out there. I always see them. I have a lot of windows and, mm. uh, I just will watch the squirrels, you know? I'll just sit and watch the squirrels in the morning before I have to run out and teach. I'm like, checking my emails I'm having my breakfast my coffee my tea whatever yeah I do a little bit here when I practice physically I'll, I'll come down here and I'll be like I gotta you know I'll pick one or two poses you know I'll go through something and I'll just decide what pose I'm definitely going to teach
0: okay and, so yeah, yeah I was going to yeah. ask that too like how much of the class do you have planned before not
1: too much it's like a couple of aspects you know
0: definitely a pose like I know I'm going to do
1: this pose today and I'll try to plan like the centering you know what I'm going to say, how I'm going to start the centering off, what I'm going to say mm-hmm. um, throughout, throughout the to day have, just based on how you feel yeah.
0: or yeah. what you think
1: or what my meditation might have been or what's been going oh. on in my mind, you know, what I've been working on, like what's been sort of, you know, what I've been cognizant of which is like really my breath too, like recently. I'm always coming back to that because my favorite teacher, John, Donna Jackson, um, she always emphasizes the breath. And it's not breathing exercises, which are very big in yoga, um, which I have learned and I have taught, but not recently. But she'll just say, you know, breathe and focus on that breath and and making it more meaningful. So last week, was I saying that in class? Like, just, you know, almost like you're diving underwater. Think about how essential it is that you take that really good, strong, mindful breath before you dive underwater, right? So what if we breathe like that all the time? Mm-hmm. What if we we're so aware of our breath like that all the time Mm
0: -hmm.
1: every time you breathe in or any situation that you're in you know when you're like any situation when you're working just
0: breathe right but so
1: mindful that that you know it's I don't know that it's permeating and you're just really making sure it counts which I have to work on that because I can breathe shallowly and I can forget to breathe yeah and you know I had another student ask me and you know, I, he said I breathe really shallowly. You know, I need some breathing exercises. And I was like, well, you know, three-part breath, diaphragmatic breathing, low belly, chest, upper chest, one, two, three. Just follow it in that way. And I still have to do that for myself. And I, you know, when I stop breathing the most, it's kind of crazy. When I'm cleaning my house, anytime I'm cleaning, like tension, like hold your breath, you holding do it. my tension, <laughs> holding my breath. There's tension. Like if I'm yeah. if I know I have to get the kitchen cleaned up before I gotta like go get ready for my day, or if I'm like if I know you know, it just has to be clean and I have other things coming after, I will end up like holding my breath. <laughs> I, I have think... to tell myself, breathe. What are you doing? Why do you hold your breath? Stop, you know?
0: Breathe. Yeah, and most people don't notice that they do that. And that's why, for me at least, yoga and meditation, mm-hmm. when you're forced to keep yourself breathing deeply, mm-hmm. so say in meditating where it's you're just being told to right. breathe in and out and keep it even, keep it deep, like yeah. full breaths, and then you do have moments where you're just like running around, you're, mm-hmm. and you realize you're holding your breath, and you're yeah. like, "This is the opposite of my meditating," and I, need, yeah, yeah, and I need to yeah. find a come back. Yeah. I need to like right. do, yeah, check yeah. in, right. The right? Check day. in, and mm-hmm. just keep
1: reminding yourself. Just keep reminding. Yeah. and reading too, that's the other thing, reading A New Earth, I started pick up again by Eckhart Tolle, oh yeah, yeah. I want to read that, that's yeah. on my list That. So, but and I just read like the first chapter and I'm like I have to read this cover to cover this darn book because what I'll do is I'll look f- and I'll see what I'm interested in and that's what I read, mm-hmm. I don't read the book cover to cover, I'm like oh that looks interesting so I flip around, um, so stuff like that, quotes um, I'm wh- really into quotes right now, I like Judith uh, awesome. Lasseter. she's a uh, I have a book by her, uh, Living Your Yoga Practice, I think it's called, Judith Lasseter. I think that's... And um, what else? There's just different books that are inspiring, you know, quotes. There's one that I have that they're, they're basically floating around the house, Natalie. Um, Thich Nhat Han has this book, Be Here Now, or it's not Be Here Now. I've you heard that. Here. Yeah. You Are Here. I'm, I don't know exactly where it is. I jump up and grab it. He talks about appreciating your body parts. So he would, like, say, sit and breathe and think about your liver and say how much you love your liver. Thank you, liver. I love you. And thank you, you know, pancreas. Like, he was, like, going through these body parts, you know, and just think about your body and your heart and say, thank you, my heart. I love you, my heart. And literally going through each part of the, you know... My legs, my feet, my hands, like thank you so much. My bones, my yeah. muscles. And my... just appreciating that. Like just start appreciating your body and loving your body. Just mm-hmm. your body. And stuff like that. You know, I just
0: will read things I I like the daily reminders mm-hmm. because it's hard to keep it all organized. Yeah, it's and hard. It's balance hard. Yeah. What you need. But yeah. Yeah. So good. I had like other questions, but I think we covered it and we, we can do this again. Them. Sure. In the future. And just yeah. like we'll pick another topic and okay. Just go into it. Yeah, yeah. Well, it we can so do some yoga if you want. Yeah. <laughs> I know next <laughs> time I'm not dressed for it now. We could play around. We could do some yoga. Yeah, I'd
1: love that. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Namaste. Namaste.
0: <laughs> that was episode one of Not Another Wellness Podcast. And I definitely wanted to start with yoga as the first theme because I love yoga and it's been such an important part of keeping my life balanced. And Regina was the perfect person to talk about it with. And you can tell we're both really passionate. So I think that speaks for itself. And yeah, stay tuned. The next episode is going to be about Reiki. I got to sit down with a Reiki master, which was amazing, and talk all about what Reiki is and how she got to become a Reiki master. And if any of you have any insight or any feedback or even if you want to be interviewed on the podcast or know somebody who you think would be a great um, guest on the show, send me an email. You can contact me at... Not another wellness podcast at gmail.com. So thanks for listening, guys, and namaste.